got the dummies, Ben and JJ, coming at you with wisdom from the Bible and beyond. This is Dummies with Wisdom. And welcome back, everybody. What's up, Ben? How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing. It's, it's just one of those days. You know, I fell asleep on the couch, got woke up by the FedEx driver. I hate that guy now. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that guy now. <laughs> That's so pure. Uh, just as a reminder, if you guys have any good topics for us, email us at dummieswithwisdom at outlook.com. And we'd love to hear from you. We're starting to run out of topics, so we love your input and insight. Well, we've always got topics, but it's it's just going to turn into us ranting about whatever we're uh, mad about this week. Which right, I mean, yeah, that, could, exactly. that could be fun for us. Maybe nobody else, but yeah, right. I love I love a good we soapbox. We don't want to be selfish. Spread the love. All right, but in the meantime, I think we got a cool topic today. Um, so. Basically, we want to talk about should we pray for nothing bad to ever happen to us or others? And something that uh, I've heard personally a bunch from a lot of different people. Um, I've been in those prayers and different things like that too. I think I came up with this one because uh, working on the with the Billy Graham prayer line, um, I get a lot of calls that it's essentially this where it's I, I want God to give me financial stability and protection for me and my family and more money and a better house. And like it's, it's, it's it's not always you know to that extent but i have had some where it's like they go down the list of like how to make their life perfect and uh and it's always hard for me to know exactly what to do with that um so i thought you know this would be a good topic for us to talk about and really really flush out if if that's um if that's wrong if that's good if that's somewhere in the middle right so basically shameless plug your professional prayer so if anyone needs (laughs) real prayer Call the Billy Graham hotline at one eight hundred Ben Rocks, and you'll be set up for life. Hashtag be like Ben, one step closer to Jesus. <laughs> but um, but yeah, but anyway, I personally just to throw out there, I personally don't think there's anything wrong with praying for things that you may want. I'm not okay. I should probably rephrase that because I'm not necessarily saying go out. I want a like, monster truck. I want a monster. Hey, we were both. I was about to say I want a truck. <laughs> um, or like I want a boat. Or even maybe even more seriously, it's like you know the of the I want category. I think it's absolutely appropriate to go before the Lord with your needs, with even things that are big desires or dreams that you have and bring them before the Lord um, and come expectantly. I don't think there's a reason to short yourself or even short the Lord by kind of squirting around the idea of, oh, you know, I want this or I'm desiring this or I I feel like this would be a great opportunity even, but your will be done, Lord, which I think that's a, I do appreciate that. I know what you're going at. I think, I, I, I think, a good way to sum it up is is that God's not gonna be afraid to tell us no. Mm. I mean, he does that all the time, or or not even necessarily no, but just a there's something better out there. And I mean, I, I kind of think about it. I, I've heard people pray, um, especially for stuff like healing, uh, where they always give that mm. caveat at the end of uh, like, "Hey, heal Fred, but your will be done." And it's a lot of times right. said in that way of like. 
this is what we want, but at the same time, we want to give this caveat in case he says no, kind of. And I don't, that's a whole different topic to go into. But in right. that same way, we, we don't need to be afraid of, do, are we praying for just the right things? Uh, are we only praying for what God's going to say yes to? Because he'll tell us no. He has mm-hmm. many a time. And, and not, not, that we, not that we shouldn't say your will be done. I just think that there's a difference between Jesus in the garden saying, um, right. saying I, I basically, I do not want to die on the cross, but I will mm. submit myself to your will. Right. There's a difference between that and then and then praying for something and then giving that caveat in case he says no, as if like as if he if he says no, you need to have this way to work around like you don't. If if, right. if God's gonna heal Fred, he might do it in the middle of your prayer. He might do it over the next couple months. I don't know. If he's hmm. not gonna heal Fred, then he's not gonna heal Fred. You don't need a caveat. That's what prayer is. I don't I right. th- I, I don't ask you, hey, hey JJ, can I have five dollars if you want to give it to me? No, yeah. I just I just take it from you when you're not looking. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder, no wonder I lost out on like 500 bucks in school. I'm just kidding. That never. <laughs> <laughs> but I was that that was exactly what I was gonna add to that. Just I think a lot of people add that your will be done, Lord, kind of statement in their prayers out of. I don't know if they quite understand even what they're saying, or maybe just there's a little bit of. A, they're relying on their experience and out of mm. yeah. a lot of like, okay, I haven't really seen the Lord move in this way. And so almost like, I don't want to say lack of faith. Cause again, I don't want to jump in their shoes, but that in my opinion, it kind of sounds like that. But what I think is a more appropriate way of using that. Cause I think that is a very revering and respect, respectful way to approach the Lord, but it's in a trustful way. It's in a, you do your, you do your thing, Lord. But in the meantime, I'm pouring my heart out. But I, yeah. but not not a just in case kind of way. I'm saying this like I'm mixing it in with everything else. Like even if you don't answer my biggest desire, even if you don't fulfill this desire that I think I need, or you don't act in this way that maybe even personally I don't see there's any other way that you should act. Just as a human, not being you. I'm still throwing that in of I'm going to trust you no matter what. And that's the, your will be done, Lord. And I think even to your point, the Jesus in the garden moment, I don't think that was a, I don't think there's anything in scripture that says that Jesus was not 100% pleading for the Lord to find another way for him not to have to die the way he did. Right, right. But in him saying, let your will be done, he's still offering himself freely for whatever needs to be done if that makes sense one thing that again i i don't don't really know where i fall yet um i kind of go back and forth on the scale but the idea of like praying boldly um i actually brought this up when we were to some friends when i was at cedarville or i guess we were at cedarville i guess we're talking to each other right now aren't we um (laughs) but when we were at cedarville brought this up to some friends so i don't know if you guys know nabil Qureshi, but he had, I think, a stomach cancer. Um, he was, a, he was, he was an out, apologist, former Muslim. Has he wrote uh, "Seeking Allah, Finding Jesus, uh, Answering Jihad"? Some real good books uh, that are worth reading. Yeah, um, and our family got pretty close to him and uh, his wife. But um, he was putting out these blogs while he, had, he was having his cancer treatment toward the end of his life, and there were a lot of basically statements of not statements, but um, prayer, like the idea of praying boldly. Yeah. And in a lot of people's opinion, 
like or among my friend group, I guess, that crossed a line of praying expectantly. But like when we got into that bold category, a lot of a lot of guys didn't like how that cross that, that in their opinion that took out the reverence and the respect for the Lord. And I guess in in a way, maybe I can see that. But at the same time, I I personally don't know if like am I really praying if I'm not praying expectantly, if I'm not praying boldly, if not if I'm not pouring myself out fully in front of the Lord with my problems, I guess. So I, I heard this guy talking the other day, um, I don't remember where it was or, or who it was, but he was talking about how prayer isn't just a matter, or isn't just us asking God for action. It's not just us telling God what we want, what we need. It's a way to, actually, I think it was my pastor. <laughs> it, that prayer is... Uh, <laughs> nice. Pr- yes. I, I was really paying attention that week. So you, um, you're kind of paying attention, but not quite. <laughs> hey, I mean, at least I remember I, this like a couple it. weeks later, so like... Hey, the the fact that I remembered it a couple weeks later, I mean that's a win for him. So, uh, uh, yeah. but he, he said he said so. It's not just a way to to request action from God. It's a way for us to recenter our hearts on God and who God is, and to it's a lot of times more of like an inward, and that's not not in a selfish way, but in a way of it's not just asking God to do stuff. It's a way for us right. to recenter everything. Yeah, and so if if we're gonna recenter our, ourselves on who God is. I, I don't think it makes sense to not be bold about it and not mm. be expected. I mean, if if we don't expect something to happen, then why are we praying at all? He'll say yes or he'll say no, but just go for it. It's, he already knows your thoughts. It's not like you need to, you know, sugar it up for him. And kind of to that point, like regardless of whether we're, you know, praying boldly or trying to, I don't know, reserve a little bit of respect in our prayers, what's always irritated me is in that effort to try to reserve a little bit there's there's just that there's this fear that i feel like that that is in most people's prayers when they go mm-hmm. before the lord because of that yeah. misunderstanding and like not saying that like on that scale of you know i think the optimum is you know most people are gonna have or most believers should have a good understanding of if they're going to be respectful and reverent in that way that is understood but then there's this other side of boldly and i think a proper application of praying boldly is that it is understood that you are going before an almighty God right. and you are praying boldly in that way. Back to the original question of should we pray that nothing bad ever happens to us? I don't know. I think it's hard because like when I look back on my life and say either the bad, and I, I include stuff that maybe was even self-inflicted like sin and things like that, like things that the, that baggage I carry off yeah. and you know, the, those prayers of, Lord, just take this from, like, take this away from me. I don't, I don't want this. Why would, why wouldn't you answer that right. prayer type of thing? Just looking back on my life, I personally wouldn't change anything that happened. And I, and I've also seen how like bad moments or like ugly moments in people's lives. And I guess in the lives of the believer where that's turned into something really good. And you see that in scripture too, like the bad turns into good, right. like the Lord right. uses that bad stuff for good. And so, and a little, a little part of me think like it almost expects the Lord to keep some of those bad stuff in there, and almost kind of awaits that day of trial and that those seasons yeah. of trial. But at the same time, I also look at it from the other perspective. Of, okay, what if I lost a loved one, or what if I don't know a financial crisis, or something that was way, way, way I was way, way in over my head yeah. with. 
in some ways I maybe hope that those things don't happen but I'll be honest I've never prayed that those things don't happen right and, and I think a part of me expects that the Lord's going to bring me through that moment right. and teach me something even greater and show me something even better about him but that doesn't necessarily mean that Maybe I maybe maybe that's something that I should be praying for. I don't, not, I don't really know. Not, not that everything you said was like pointless or anything, but I think that that went more towards the do we want bad things to happen to us rather than should we pray for nothing bad to happen to us? Because I mean, obviously, especially being Americans, like we want our lives to be nice and easy. We want our we don't we want our freedom we don't want anybody to bother us we want to be able to spend our weekends on the lake and the uh, weekdays in the golf course mm-hmm. like we just want an easy life which i don't think is a wrong desire like that's that's the way god created yeah. the world was to be good so like yeah we shouldn't desire the bad if you do you're twisted or something i'll, I'll say this then i think when we're talking about should we pray for the self i think just speaking from my own personal experience applicationally i haven't and i don't know if i necessarily will if i'm thinking from a future standpoint maybe mean? if like a loved one gets can't like if a loved one gets cancer 100 percent, i'll be praying that the lord works mightily right but if i'm thinking personally just looking at my life i haven't prayed for those things but if i'm thinking of others i think i very much would i don't know if that just says something about like my personality or something i don't know if there's if I should be praying for my own self-health. To answer this question, actually, I, I think a lot of it comes down to intent. Because mm-hmm. um, I get some people, again, going back to the the, the, the calls that I get, uh, I get some people that they're praying for a financial breakthrough. And you can just tell that they've, they're trying. They're trying to do something. And maybe just everything has not been working. And they're just trying to, to finally hit that stride and get out of i don't know whatever situation they're in and then there's some people that you like you know that they're 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 middle class they're fine and they just want more and they just don't want to have to worry at all about money or you know there's some people that their health isn't really good and they're they're praying for protection and everything because they just want to be healthy and there's some that are like they're perfectly healthy and they just want to like put an insurance policy on their insurance policy kind of thing and Mm. so i i think that has something to do with it Maybe, because <laughs> honestly, there's nothing in the Bible that says we shouldn't. Let's just put that out there. There's nothing that that right. says either do or don't. Mm-hmm. We have examples of people doing that in the moment. I mean, like we talked about Jesus. That that was simply just mm. he didn't want that bad thing to happen. Understood. And there's other there's other times. I mean, the Psalms in and of itself. I mean, I would. That's some pretty strong language again it's been you know well even translated about 18 different times but still like at least for the english reader you look at the psalms that's some pretty i think if someone were to pray a psalm in modern day like and they were to come up with it with that same type of intent and language i think that would freak a couple of people out to be honest well even even thinking back to like david after the whole deal with bathsheba and then the you know the child gets born and then is prophesied that it's going to die and like david still tries to pray that nothing bad's going to happen um after you know he did mm-hmm. an absolute like terrible act on a terrible act on a terrible act and right. i mean so not that, again not that that's saying that that's uh prescriptive it might be more descriptive but i mean there there are a lot of times in the bible where 
if you really cut down to the core, the, the prayer is essentially that nothing bad will happen. However, see, I, my, my thing is, it's, it's one thing if something's coming up and you just don't want something bad to happen. Hey, my car is... Mm-hmm. My car's broken down. I'm just really praying it's something really tiny that's going to cost me $80 to fix it rather than $800. Right. That's different than, in my head, that's different than just giving this whole flat out, I don't want anything negative to ever happen to me ever in this entire life ever. See, the, the thing is, too, it's, it's completely unrealistic. And I don't know if that's really a point to make or not, but... We know that what's unrealistic to never have anything bad ever happen, whether it's big or small. Right. I mean, the, we live in a fallen world. You're not going to. Yeah. You're not going to go a week without something slightly bad. Personally, when it, especially when it comes to prayer, I really do believe the biggest emphasis on prayer is what does our life look like outside of that? Are we just going to the Lord for these things that we need or these things that we're worried about? Or are we actually trying to pursue the Lord in such a way that we really do mean it when we say, whatever your will is, like, let it be done? Right. Because eventually, sure, you may not get this job. Financially, this certain situation may not pull through in the moment or maybe even ever. Who knows? Maybe there's family stuff going on. There's death. There's sickness. You know, whatever it is, how big or small, if you're pursuing the Lord at least what I've seen, what I've experienced, there's an extra level of grace that's given. There's an extra level of understanding. It doesn't take away the suck out of a lot of those moments. It doesn't even take away a lot of the hard work that you have to do. Right. But there's an extra, not an extra, just I feel like when you are pursuing the Lord in such a way, when you understand his word, when you are dedicated in prayer, when you're dedicated to a community, when you're dedicated to the church, to actually growing it, encouraging it, when you're dedicated to spreading the word and when you're fired up for the lord in those deepest darkest moments you have a lord who is going to be standing right there beside you to give you what you actually need right and i think at the heart of that when you pray that when a david prays when a jesus prays when a moses prays when all these pillars of our faith pray and go forth and conquer i think the biggest part of that is they go into those times on a foundation that they've already been building and they've already been creating with the Lord as they've walked with him. I mean, when you think about it, us, uh, us praying or even just wanting nothing to go bad is really just us yearning for heaven or yearning for the way that Hmm. things were created. So it's, it's not, it's not a bad thing to yearn, but at the same time, you know, when I, when I look back over my, you know, short 24 years, the, the times where I've made, huge strides in my faith or even just as a person it's often come through you know those moments of failure like they say you you learn a lot more from your failures than you ever do your successes like when you think about paul's thorn in the flesh in second corinthians 12 he talks about how uh, the thorn in the flesh was given to him by a messenger of satan uh, to harass him Uh, he pleaded with god three times about it for it to leave him but God said to him, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. I didn't really plan to, to go this way, but I think that says something right there. I mean, if if we are mm-hmm. never weak in one way or another, his power is not shown perfect. Like that's that's when his power comes through is when we are at our weakest point and when we're at when we're at the, the bottom or not even at the bottom, just not mm-hmm. at the top. 
Right. For the sake of Christ, then, I am content with weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities. For when I am weak, then I am strong. I, <laughs> and I think that's that understanding that we've been kind of talking about, too. He's not saying that you, you know, he knew what the Lord wanted to do, but he understands the heart of it. And he understands yeah. what the Lord can do with something like that. And I think that's a that's an aspect of, I think, also a part of what we've been talking about is how di- dynamic it is to pray, really. But then there's the second half to that, and it's the work that we have to put in outside of prayer to understand the will of the Lord, to understand who he is, to under- to rely on the experience of the body of Christ, to, ex- to rely on our own experience and then what scripture says to better understand what that answer ends up becoming. Sure. And to be able to act in such a way that whether the Lord answers it the way you want it, whether he doesn't or whether he doesn't even answer at all right. in that moment, that you can still go forward and do what the Lord has called us to. And I think that's exactly what we read. I like that you brought the scripture up because I think that kind of lays that out. I think, I think I'm, very yeah, well. I think I'm p- pushing towards the point of it's not, not the prayer that, that we should or shouldn't do. It's mm-hmm. the mindset behind it. But if you're praying for nothing bad to ever happen to you, that's probably not the core thing that's going on. It's that you're, in essence, worshiping, uh, worshiping comfort, and that that's 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 right. what's most important to you. Now, again, like there's mm-hmm. multiple times in the Bible where people pray for a specific instance. We we mentioned a few of them here that they uh, that there's something going on in their lives and they just want God to take it away. And I think we've all been there. But when you're praying about that, nothing bad ever happens to you. It's you're you're not just praying that. There's a deeper core mm. issue. And I think that's where I'm kind of going for. Is that I think I'd agree that, with that too. That you can't you can't pray that nothing bad ever happens to you without claiming that that's. I mean, like for for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. If you're treasuring right. the comfort, the uh, the protection, the um, the satisfaction even for one god's not going to give it to you right usually more or less but second i mean he could he could he could he always could so, well the old the old switcheroo gives you exactly <laughs> what you want and you're like oh no <laughs> but i don't I, I i don't i don't know if we can really just pray that our lives are easy the, i mean especially right. when the whole bible points to the fact that jesus talks about that the world will hate us because of him yeah it's hard to separate that prayer request from, I think, the uh, the idolatrous, more or less, concept that almost has to be behind it. Yeah, and I think that's why I was even when I was kind of trying to communicate my own like experience. I think there, and that does come with a. I think that is something that I have tried to understand and tried to grow in, is that aspect of what's the bigger picture, You're right? And then to be able to reflect, and I think. I honestly, I don't know if a whole lot of people actually do a whole lot of that, but to be able to sit down and reflect and really think about just your life and the experiences you've had and say, wow, like, look at where this situation brought me, good and bad. Look at where this situation, look at where this decision brought me. Even if it was bad, it's like a lot of, most of the bad stuff that's ha- that I've done, I've looked back at it and said, oh, I'm not going to do that again. Right. You know, that sort of thing. And then even the bad stuff that I've seen in other people, even the really ugly things but with people who trust the lord who rely on the lord who tr- who try to continue to understand the lord and grow in that and then to be able to help others 
even in those deepest, darkest moments, like my mom, for example, and her testimony. Yeah. I think that specifically and like her upbringing, that especially that comes to mind as something that you can't get past that without the Lord doing some serious, serious work right. deep inside of you. But then not only to heal you, but to also use that to heal others. Right. And I think that, and I know that for a fact that her prayer was absolutely take that away. And then after the fact, Lord, take that memory away. Take the experience away. Like, I don't want to even think about right. it. Like, just blank it clean and now see what it's being used right. for. You know, and I think, again, that thorn in the side, no matter how that thorn is used, I think that's a lot of that understanding that we grow from when we glean, when we work to study, and then also be able to reflect. Right, right. Personally, I'm not I'm not going to pray for nothing bad to ever happen to me because I don't I don't want bad stuff to happen to me, but I know what I could be if that never did. Right. And in the in in moments I'm going to pray for it like Paul did, but I'm also going to accept the fact that bad things will happen. Hmm. Lord's going to use it, teach us and help grow us no matter where that rock bottom is. And honestly, that's why I love the book of Job. Like the book of Job is one of my favorites because of that, because you see, you see everything. You see the deepest, darkest low of what someone could go through. You see the highest of what someone can go to. You can see the faith that someone could have. You could see what community does to you. You could see how human, how our humanity reacts to a situation like that, both good and bad. I like, I love the prophets. Like Jeremiah comes to example of, him taking the weight of a nation on his shoulders and weeping for the destruction of Jerusalem and living through that and having the weight of not only did Israel hate him for who he was, but also God basically, him being the forefront of where all the wrath is going, him being able to be the messenger to say, this is what's going on. Like, get your crap together. We're going to be gone. Or Hosea. Or Hosea. Right. I think I think we kind of answered that question overall that it's not yeah. it's not in itself wrong but that doesn't mean we should do it. It's about the heart that's behind it and honestly it's kind of hard to say that um you can pray for nothing to ever go bad in your life and not say that there's a wrong motive behind it. Uh that being said, if there is a way, the Bible doesn't uh outright prohibit it. So I mean I'm neither one of us is gonna take a hard stance uh, to the death. That's not a that's not a hill we die on yeah. by any means. Uh, but just as we, I mean, hey, if someone finds it, let us know too. Oh yeah, we're all. I'd love to see that one. We're we're, ne- we're almost never given topics here that we have an absolute. We're gonna die on this point. So if, yeah, feel <laughs> feel free to tr- to try and correct us uh, or just give us your opinion. I mean, once we uh again once we get some feedback and everything, we'll we'll throw that into into shows if we need to correct ourselves or. We're always willing to, um, to see wisdom from someone else, and you know, yeah. not. I mean, we are going to get it wrong sometimes. Um, I mean, I, I remember one time in two thousand seven, two thousand seven, when I was wrong, um, and that's because I thought I was wrong, and then I found out I wasn't. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is very strangely specific. <laughs> But since 07, I've been golden. <laughs> but my last little tidbit, don't reserve yourself when you go before the Lord because the Lord absolutely 100% can do amazing things in even the small little ways that you may not even realize. And honestly, keep your eyes open too because there's ways that the Lord works in 
in spaces that you aren't even thinking about either. So like encourage us, encourage whoever's listening, like press into that, press into the prayer, press into what's going on around the world. Like listen and read the word, understand it, reflect on your own life. And I think when you get that picture, all of a sudden prayer becomes something that is extremely beautiful, even in the hardest of circumstances. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to this podcast of Dummies with Wisdom. To give us comments, ask questions, or submit pictures of other dummies you find in the wild, email us at dummieswithwisdom at outlook.com or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash dummieswithwisdom. 